0: Welcome to another edition of the Free Ballers Podcast. Sorry, y'all. Got another episode. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: quite the sacrifice, sir. Tonight's Dwayne Wade's Night for the Heat, and you
0: are here making a podcast. It's true. It's true. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm a podcaster first. I gotta sure. do what I gotta do. Sure, sure, uh, sure. That's the Mamba mentality. I fucking... Oh, boy. I work today. I clean the bathroom. Okay. Music. Okay. Okay, Uh, King. Go on. We don't stop. We don't stop. We don't stop. (laughs) Put me in, coach.
1: Put me in. Oh, man. Oh, man. The fucking heat. Well, I'm not going to.
0: Okay. You know, I was about to tell you the score, but I'm not going to do that. Okay. Never mind. I know. I know some stuff. They dropped 82 points in the first half. I mean, okay. uh, Never mind. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, um,. I'm still. I haven't seen any of it. I'm gonna watch it later uh, for emotional reasons. But um, who the fuck is even scoring for them? Don't they have like a shitload of people out tonight or something? Yeah, they've been they've been struggling, man. Like uh, I've actually been concerned, like. Uh, Defensively, they've been complete trash. Like, uh, Trey Young lit them up for 50 points uh, Mm. last game and beat them. uh, Albeit by a hair, but he got his revenge for that last game where they embarrassed him. And, uh, yeah, so uh, they're playing Cleveland as well. So they need to win.
1: Yes, of course. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Uh, I was about to be the wet blanket and remind you that Miami has... 500 since I think the start of the year, um, but you are, you wet-blanketed them yourself. And oh, you, I'm and like
0: an enchilada, like I'm all wrapped up in the wet blanket. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I was saying,
1: basketball. <laughs> okay, so we need to record Johnny me. Alex in the morning. We need to record me doing like – so do you want me to do it like 1990s Chicago Bulls style? Is that what you're looking for? Yeah,
0: sure, sure.
1: Um, And now the (laughs) – And and the dumb like (laughs) – so good. (laughs) That that shit fired me up and I wasn't even a goddamn bull. Fuck, oh, you guys he-
0: got their shit together. I know, same. I used to I used to ask my brother to get call me into the room when that was going to happen. He would come and get me and it's like they turn the lights down and yeah. like the, the crowd, you know, it's like goosebumps. Everyone's cheering yeah. and shit and uh the fucking Alan Parsons Project song starts playing. Yeah. And then the whole nine, and you could see Michael Jordan and the lights and everything. And then when the game started, I was like, "All right, peace," because I already knew yeah. who, who was going to win. <laughs> then they whoop up the Heat by like twenty or the yeah 30, yeah thirty because the Celtics were even worse back then. You're like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, whatever. like seven year old me just walks away, just like whatever. Although, <laughs> all all although no surprises
1: the seventy two and ten Bulls had one loss to the Heat. That one of those ten losses was to the Heat. And I believe it was True. in Chicago. And it's because of a big Dan Marley three-pointer. I remember that True. game.
0: Yeah. Sure. I'm going to go ahead and just, I don't remember this. I'm just going <laughs> to consider it facts. Thunder Dan. It's my doc. Did they call him Thunder Dan? Thunder Dan and the Thunder Rose. Thunder Dan, <laughs> man. This motherfucker. <laughs> uh, it was Thunderous. But yeah. Basketball. Yeah. Let's kind of some serious fucking business here. Um, so basketball has resumed play after the beautiful All-Star weekend, which was pretty fucking fun, I would say. I mean, best All-Star weekend in a while, I would say. It's true. Yeah,
1: because for me, as someone who's been watching, well, okay, I've been watching for a while and it's kind of gotten stale. And to be honest, I still don't get too excited for it. I'm just like, when are the Celtics coming back? and uh like it just seems like this it's a weird spectacle for me they're like let's take the best players from this side and the best players from this side or no matter how they do it they're just taking like the what 30 best players in the league at the time and they're saying let's watch them play each other no defense right score is always ridiculous um everybody's letting everybody else dunk and i'm just like what are we like? What is, is? But I mean, I guess I like the fact that the proceeds, like, that goes to charity. So that's cool, right? Like the team, the team that wins, they get money sent to charity. I believe. So that's cool. But like, I just don't. I'm just not interested for some reason. I don't know. I, I maybe it's just me.
0: Yeah, the last few have been very underwhelming. Yeah, um, you know the the big time guys don't want to do the dunk contest which is yes. in my opinion the single most exciting part of the whole weekend i um,
1: i like the three point contest i'm kind of weird about that i'm i'm that too i, I mean,
0: mean but yeah uh that saturday night is so much fun you know it um, is yeah and we haven't seen the best guys competing in those events and then on the sunday game they've been like super casual and it's like it doesn't even matter like i think the last one that really mattered to me was like uh that was probably michael jordan's final all-star game it was 2003 Ooh. um he when he's hit with the wizards yes and every, it was everyone was aware that this could be his final one like it probably was and um he hit what would have been the game winning shot on a classic MJ fadeaway from like the right low post. Fucking Kobe then, there was only a few seconds left, goes down on the other end and gets fouled by Jermaine O'Neal. And I will forever, ever be upset with Jermaine O'Neal for (laughs) for committing this foul because I thought that was such a cool uh, Michael Jordan moment for his final season. Uh and what ended up happening was Jermaine O'Neal fouled Kobe. Kobe fucking cold blooded hit the free throws and won the game for the West. Sure. Um, which I guess some would consider like a passing of the torch esque type situation. Sure, so that's, that's cool. Poetic and cool. Did but- Kobe win the uh the MVP for that game? Um- I don't think so. Some tells me Michael did, but I don't I don't remember. Really? But, huh. uh, okay, yeah, I don't remember. But um anyways, that was the last time I remember being really hype about the All-Star game and that wow. was 17 years ago. <laughs> um so like maybe since then there's a couple I can remember like Allen Iverson had a few highlight ones. There was one where I remember him and Shaq had a lot of uh a lot of vibes going together uh, on offense. And then there was one where uh, Shaq and Kobe got MVP together, which was pretty cool. And they weren't mm-hmm. even teammates anymore. But other than that, I mean, it's been pretty uh, dull. But this time, I really liked, uh, well, first of all, I had two nights where I went to sleep around like nine o'clock. So the the weekend was fantastic for me. Like uh, it was
1: fantastic.
0: <laughs> um I do a lot of my watching like after the fact. But um I really like the way well, the dunk contest was was fun. Um I I mean really every event was was really fun even the uh, rising stars game it kind of turned into a dunk contest towards the end. Um, and you had some cool guys in that game like Trey and Luca. Um, oh, that good little gif that everybody keeps showing everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) where Luca hits a half court shot at the buzzer and him and Trey are like, God damn. But then, uh, on Sunday, Trey Young hit a half court buzzer beater. Yep. So that, you know, how cool is that? But also the rule changes, I think, uh, helped a lot. Like, I don't know about the, resetting the score every quarter i actually like that but i felt like it was too confusing for people to understand what was going to happen but i thought it made the endings of the quarters more interesting because each quarter of the first three trying to win that quarter yeah yeah and it's for charity like each one was was for uh you know hundreds of thousands of dollars a yep. charity Who's the recipients of those charities were some of them were the present in the arena. So that kind of like up the ante a little bit. But then uh, the biggest thing that I, I hope they continue to do and also explore like what else they can do with was uh, what's called the Elam Ending. So the Elam Ending was created by Nick Elam. Nick Elam, okay. And uh, he is a part of what's called the basketball tournament. And the Elam Ending is essentially the, the end of the game is not determined by a length of time. Uh, the clock goes away, and the end of the game is determined by a target score. So whoever hits that target score wins the game. Uh, kind of like, uh, you know, it's kind of like you're playing at the park. Yeah. Um, playing to 11 by ones and twos. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, you know, all credit to this guy, Nick Elam. And that's cool as fuck. But let's not pretend like people haven't been doing that shit at the park forever. That's fair. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but they did that in the All-Star game and they kind of did it to honor Kobe. So they added up the total of the first three quarters. And then gave each team their respective points. But then added 24 to the higher score.
1: Right, his number, yeah.
0: Which became the target score. And um, so that whole fourth quarter of the All-Star game had no clock. Except for shot clock. And uh, you just had to get to that total that point total and i think it made them compete harder than we've seen uh in years which ideal
1: which ideally is what we want because like this these all-star games have just become like let's just get all the best players in the league on the court point or, or, or one time and just watch them like fuck around and it's like, well, wait a minute. I want to see them play. Like, I want to see them all play each other hard and, like, give a shit about yeah. the game a little bit. And, like, it, it, it's weird to say it, but, like... Say, say, it, say it, girl. We, why didn't we ask for these rule changes a long time ago? Because, like, it actually she makes the game Your truth. <laughs> I'm... Yas, queen. Like, yes. why didn't we... Like, we we should have asked for these rule changes a long time ago. Like, the the games have been boring for the all-star game has been boring for so long. It's true. For me, at least. I don't it's know. True. Like I just, I didn't give a for shit me about it. for me too. Yeah. It's like, who cares? Like, I don't like, first of all, the, the winner of the game decides nothing, right? Like there's no, like, it's not like in, I think baseball where yeah. Winner, yeah.
0: World series home field. Yeah. World that's series. Huge. home field
1: Like that means something. Yeah. Now, now, that's the, huge. Here's the bad thing about that is, is like, if you get some guy in the all-star game whose team is like basically not gonna make the playoffs, why is he getting who wins? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So basically it becomes like Giannis and LeBron being like who are basically probably gonna meet in the finals this year, right? Like then and, and they happen to be the, the the all-star captains, like it actually would mean something for them if it was like, well, uh, winner of this game gets home court advantage, right? So it's it's you know if it means nothing then the game loses all interest for me you know what I mean, it's true. and a lot of people would say the same thing about like if it's your favorite team why do you give a shit about some game where like it's a uh you know the Celtics and Jazz in Utah in the in the middle of like February I'm like well I like it I want to see them win I want their record to be as best as it possibly can so it matters yeah. to me as a Celtics I want to see.
0: How I want much of Tatum's new tattoo creeps oh, through the jersey? You know what God. I'm saying? I <laughs> want to see how you know uh how many blocks is bear gonna get tonight. Like uh, you know what I'm saying? Basketball <laughs> is beautiful, it's your Tatum's, Tatum's stat line from the last game, uh,
1: zero apostrophes. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, apparently God's will is that his grammar is not gonna be Good, but that's okay because the man is killing it this year. He is now, um, he's not going to get it, and I don't expect him to get it. But can,
0: can we, uh, you're talking about most improved. I think uh, I he solid case. Okay. MVP. Oh, MVP? MVP. Oh, gosh. Oh, Which hell. Is silly. No, I know. I, I get
1: it. It's silly, but he's in the top, like he's seven out of 10 in the MVP votes. Right. I, so like, like Giannis okay. and LeBron are at the top, and obviously one of them should win. But you can't give Tatum MVP, but at least he's in talks about it.
0: So that, okay, that's you cool. are like definitely taking <laughs> a huge fat rip off of Danny Ainge's blind. Yep. Yeah. But, but I will give I w- you, I would die that, for that man. I will give you that. Uh, what, what you're saying that rings true is, uh, this man is slowly creeping up into that territory. Yes, and uh, yeah. and I think you know uh, if you watch the Celtics on a daily basis, like you definitely are taking notice. Um, but I think uh, we'll see like a delayed reaction from from everyone else. You know, what we I always mean? will.
1: Yeah. Well, there's um, still those Lakers fans. Well, Kuzma's still better, and I'm like, oh, uh, well, that's
0: just nonsense. That's just nonsense. Yes,
1: it is nonsense.
0: Um, it's fucking hogwash, fam. The
1: Celtics are the balls, and that is all there is to
0: it. um no but tatum uh can we just talk about that photo of the tattoo for a second please what this man's shoulder width is like (laughs) twice the width of his (laughs) waist uh it might be four times the width of his yeah it's insane yeah Yeah. he uh apparently he came back this season with a little weight on him like muscle you know what i mean like oh yeah dude uh that's scary, personally yeah. as a Heat fan. That's not yeah. that's not cool. <laughs> he is very very mature for his age. He's taking his NBA career
1: very seriously, and he wants to stick around with Boston. Um, I am for it. I, I'm I'm all I'm all for every decision this guy makes.
0: He's got a beautiful hairline. <laughs>
1: he does. He's got a cute kid. I mean, come on. He's
0: got a bad beard.
1: That's fine. We'll let him. Have True, it's, tattoo
0: um, is questionable, but hey, man, live your life, speak yeah. your truth.
1: Tattoo. He's got name? it. He's got to put an apostrophe in there.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that
1: picture. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's got like. Uh. He's got a weird thing going on below the hairline on his neck. I don't know what's happening there. Oh, I didn't then, notice um, that.
0: Wow. You see, you're a true Celtics fan. See, I didn't even as a Heat fan, I didn't even see that. No. Like, he, uh, I mean, you're getting all in there. We don't expect you to see it. That's uh, that, That's up to us. I mean, that, that's
1: our boy. That's that's True. who we. That's what we do. So, I mean, get we, we all in there. We traded up for him. Wait, traded down? Traded up? Traded all up. around, all directions. Oh, yes. We we traded every direction <laughs> just to get Jason Tatum because we didn't feel like dealing with Markel Fultz.
0: Um, but Markel yeah, Fultz the jumper died for this. <laughs> it did, <laughs> as it should have. It's um, been resurrected since yeah. it has. Yeah, yeah. He's he's. I did I'm, die for this happy for him. Yeah. Yeah, me too. He's been fun to watch this year. Uh I felt really bad for him in All-Star weekend and the dunk contest cuz uh fucking what's his name? Uh oh hell. Aaron Gordon uh, yes. chose him to deliver the pass off the backboard and yep. the first pass that he did was just just horrible, man. And like uh <laughs> And it's, like, I'm so glad that uh, Jones Jr. and Aaron Gordon put on enough of a show to where, like, I don't even think I saw anyone ragging on him for that. And that's great because he caught so much bullshit. Um <laughs> from the troubles he went through with his jumper and is it a nerve thing in his shoulder? Is it psychological? Is, does he got the yips? Like, what is it? (laughs) Um, like, so I actually, I felt for him in that moment, but I was really glad that he was able to get a good one that uh that aaron gordon delivered actually one of my favorite dunks of the night i don't know if you saw it was but, good uh, yeah it, it, uh, it was supposed to be off the side of the backboard but it kind of smudged the ant- the corner oh, of it
1: fine and yeah. then
0: uh yeah but he caught that shit with his right hand yeah. mid 360 like uh oh man that that was beautiful um and you know I 100% support Derek Jones Jr.'s victory. I think he deserved it. You sure, sure. You can't win
1: subjective.
0: clipping uh, Taco Fall's whole head off. Like uh, <laughs> everyone just pretended like uh, Kenny Smith was like, he cleared him like while we're watching slow-mo. Like all of his <laughs> genitalia rub yes. all up on Taco Fall's back of his You head.
1: can see his ball sweat on the back of Taco Fall's head. Like Taco Still there, like you can't even reach it. It's ridiculous. It's um, Like you better just, watch
0: I was about to get me too.
1: <laughs> Credit for even trying that. I mean, Taco Fall didn't even know that happen. Called him out of he called him out of the audience and said, I'm gonna jump over guys. like it's true. You know, yeah. But um yeah. And then Aaron Jones got or excuse me, um Aaron um <laughs> Aaron Gordon. Aaron yeah, Gordon. Aaron Gordon got robbed again. Um
0: and uh nah, no, no No, No, I can't. I can't tolerate it, dude. Two years in a row. He he definitely was amazing. I definitely think he got robbed the the other time. But I mean, uh, not only did he clip Taco Fall in that final dunk but he copied one of Derrick Jones Jr's dunks like he did the same uh, fucking dunk that, that's fair speaking of the magic
1: my kind of my low key favorite dunk of that contest was uh, Dwight Howard's to be honest what i i i liked the one handed like 360 like it was simple it was is it was, it was harder than it looks. Okay. Okay, you yeah. chose a different yeah.
0: one than I thought you would and I and Oh yeah. No, i like no, I'm so,
1: like talking about the, the one-handed 360 he did. I just I yeah. thought that was good. Yeah. He does that during a game and the LA crowd would lose their fucking mind or any crowd would lose their matter. That, that that's a fun dunk. I I mean,
0: I'm fine with that. That's actually badass. He kind of like supermans in the other direction yeah. like fa- facing the opposite rim. He's spinning the opposite way as well, which is yes. difficult i'd like Um, to see a lot of guys other guys in the league try that that's
1: what the dunk contest should be sort of a game of horse like i do one dunk and then you have to copy that dunk Ooh, that's interesting that's interesting yeah
0: Now that I rewatched this uh, Dwight dunk, I think he I, I think he didn't get enough credit for how good that was.
1: No, I know. I mean, listen, the guy has had a resurrection all year this year. Like he his attitude has changed. Totally oh, different guy. Man. Yeah, dude. They just
0: showed yeah. the score. Everyone gave him an eight and Scottie yeah. Pippen gave him a nine. Damn. I'm I'm actually glad that you brought it, this dunk to attention, though, because mm-hmm. like, uh. I really do think that they really fucked him over on this. They did. They, uh, I absolutely think they did. Because when you watch it, like, uh, he fucking, you could get a freeze frame. Uh, you could get a freeze frame of him not even facing the basket. Like, yes. Uh, looking at the opposite basket with his arms extended. Yes. Just smiling. Uh, and then he fucking turns around and dunks it. Um, I think the fact that it was so simple, it kind of like went over everybody's heads. And and by the way, how old is this man? It's true. He's like seventy eleven. <laughs> no, he's thirty-four and he's up there doing
1: that shit. Like, it's man. True. I, I mean, give the man some credit, you know? I, I don't know.
0: That's just Yeah, me. that uh, that reminds me of um a couple dunks from some of his past dunk contests, like yes. um the one where he put the sticker up. It it Mm -hmm. took a little while for it to set in the fact that, like, look at where that fucking sticker is. Yes, Like it's really high up there. He has Um, to
1: be considered one of. Okay, okay, I'm gonna give some sort of a take here. He is okay. Oh shit! Get
0: your kombucha (sighs) ready.
1: (sighs) (laughs) Get your booch ready. Yeah, get your fucking
0: mushroom, hot cocoa ready.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I'm so glad you reminded me. Okay, so I got to get my mushroom hot cocoa ready. Um, He is one of the top 20 greatest athletes to ever play in the NBA. Would you agree with me there? I'm
0: going to go ahead and say yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say yeah. I
1: don't know where he is in the 20, but he's one of the top 20 at least.
0: I'm saying shoulders alone. The shoulders. Uh, The shoulders alone. Get him in there.
1: The hops, the height. He's got a
0: lot of tools. So many tools. It's true. He's like fucking Tim Allen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) God damn. Oh, that's good. (laughs) His Wilson is like Jameer Nelson, basically. Oh, shit. Stan Van Gundy. (laughs) Stan Van Gundy. Oh,
0: that was good. Fuck you. That's good. Uh, Um, He's a player that we, you know, he went through a lot of injury problems. And during that time and attitude problems, but like during that time, uh, we kind of like uh, simultaneously the public like forgot about how great he was. Yeah. While also he was humbled and like, uh, Shaq just recently said, and, and uh, I think it was on Knuckleheads podcast, which I highly recommend. It's uh, Quentin Richardson, Darius Miles. It's okay. fire, super fire. Um, but I'm pretty sure Shaq was on there, and he said that, uh, uh, like, what Dwight Howard's doing now, uh, like coming off the bench and just being a like productive as fuck, like team guy. Uh, Shaq said that like he couldn't do that. Like he didn't, he wasn't yeah. humble enough to, to do that, but that he, uh, he was, he didn't mean it like as a slight, like he meant it, uh, he was commending him for, yeah. for being that like mature to, you know, cause we all know that he wasn't always like that, you know? Yeah. He said, he always thought he had, to, I mean, so
1: he has, he had enormous potential coming into the league. And if he had just applied a little bit of focus, he would be a lot better. I mean, he's not terrible now, but he would be a lot better. He would be a starter on a, pop, a team that could win a championship. Well, okay. He might right now be a bench player on a team that can win a championship. But yeah. yeah. He could easily be a starter. Uh, but he, but if, he had, if he had had some focus and a better attitude in his early, in the earlier part of his career, he could have been a starter on a championship on a team that actually
0: won a championship. He I, got damn close. He got damn close. He got yeah. Damn close. Yeah. Uh, before he was even, uh, in my opinion, like, I don't think like, like you're saying, I don't think that was the best that he could be, you know, no, like I, I don't uh, either. Yeah. And it was still freakishly awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, he beat LeBron in a playoff series. He did. And, That's true. Uh, Great and then, uh, series, by the way. Uh you know, just unfortunately, uh, I think that magic team relied uh, heavily on uh the three point shooters around him. Nelson and, yeah, ray Yeah, Rayfer Austin who Carter. stepped in when uh Jameer got hurt. Lewis but, uh, yeah, Richard and Turkaloo yeah. were like they became their their best selves for sure. Like them dudes were going off for that team but um you know unfortunately they they had to go heads ahead with kobe fresh off of uh, i believe a yeah. uh, finals Check. loss yep you know yep. from from the celtics celtics yeah so like uh he, they had to play them and their shots the i think they basically i think they got on a streak with their shooting that had an untimely end and if they would have been able to hit their threes the way they did in the whole playoffs previous to that series we might be talking about Dwight as a champion as an NBA champion. Yeah. And, and we wouldn't, and there wouldn't be so much, uh, yeah, there wouldn't be so much trash
1: talk. About, um, Which I mean, he's doing something now that people were telling Carmelo to do for a very long time. They're like, listen, you are, you are older now. You're not as good as you used to be. You don't have the quickness. You're not playing defense. So you have, you may have to come off the bench and he's like, Nah, I don't think I'm going to do that. I've been a starter my whole career, and I will continue to be a starter. And, like, and the league's like, well. <laughs> hey, they we'll- want
0: me to come off the bench, Pete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A-O-P.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, uh, yeah, you really should come off the bench because that's the way you're going to keep your career going. That's how that works. Like Vince Carter figured it out. Uh, you know, uh, somebody, Dwight Howard's now figured it out. Like, Dwight Howard has more maturity than Carmelo Anthony at this point just for you that one reason. That.
0: You could say that. Yeah, you, you could, could say that. Yeah. I mean, um, he's so, shown more personal growth. I feel.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And Carmelo Anthony now to be fair has had a, a nice little resurgence with Portland,
0: but, yeah, but he's starting and shit.
1: Like he I don't is th- starting and he's starting on a team that, uh, I mean, if we look at the standings, I'm going to look where they are now. I think they're not even going to make playoffs this season. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think so. I, I'm checking, but I think they're out of of the top eight in the West. So, it's like you know. I mean, great, you're starting, but I mean, uh, you know, that was Portland being kind of desperate and being like, "Well, we 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 need something." They're ninth right now in the West, so and they're three and a half games out of eight. With, oh wow, with Memphis above them, right? So you're just like, you know, I mean, it's great that you're starting. I we, I mean, good for you, King. You deserve it. But like, what the fuck does it matter? Damn like, shit now.
0: Now that you mention it, sorry to interrupt you, but now that you mention it, uh, the standings, basically like those last one, two, three, the last five teams out of the playoffs, those standings are tighter. Yeah, in the West, that shit is tighter than AC Slater's pectoral muscles (laughs) (laughs) like uh, (laughs) that shit uh, is actually going to be really interesting um, they all five of those teams are <laughs> at least three and a half games behind Memphis, who is sitting in the eighth spot. Which, if I was them, I would feel so good about that. Oh, yeah. Um, but if that's a lot of pressure, man, because uh, those we're talking three games basically. So, wait, are, still- are, are you talking about seeds
1: nine, 10, 11, 12, and 13? Portland all the way down to Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're fucking. So right. Yeah. Cause there's only two and a half games in between the ninth seed, Portland, and the 13th seed, Phoenix. Yeah. So basically, Phoenix, if they put together a little run, could get up to ninth and be within a few games of Memphis, basically.
0: Yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah. I, yeah. Like for, for Phoenix and Sacramento, it, it'd be a, a little bit more difficult. Sure. But, um, I do think if I'm, yeah, uh, I almost said Seattle. Uh, RIP. Ooh. If I'm uh, if I'm Portland, San Antonio, or New Orleans, I'm not like giving up, you know oh, what I mean? No, not at all. No, especially uh, New
1: Orleans. Since Zion,
0: yeah, Zion just uh, he just, just set hit that a record st- for yeah, hit a streak, youngest guy to eat a taco while doing a, a <laughs> donut in his Maserati.
1: Yeah, that's definitely it. Um no, I think it was uh he's the first player since Mello to have like what five uh straight 20-point games as a rookie or something like that. Seven, yes. Yeah, seven. seven is a seven? Okay, yeah. So yeah. he's so I mean this is the Zion. He is who we thought who we thought
0: he was. Oh um, yeah, I'm I'm not yeah, worried about him at all. Yeah. Uh he's very good at basketball. He's very, very good. Um and and, also Mello, uh I don't wanna have Melo slander, but I just wish that uh I feel like uh him him starting for the Blazers is like almost a negative reinforcement. Like uh yes. I'm yeah. so afraid for him because I like him. I feel like he's gonna have uh the end of his career is gonna be kind of like Allen Iverson, where like he just kind of like refused to come off the bench and just kind of fizzled out. And uh yeah. he, he is playing well. Uh, as far as I know, I feel like he's playing well for them. And yeah, have turned around for them since he's been on the team. And, uh, you know, he deserves that and everything. But, uh, if, if we're talking about Dwight Howard and what he's doing, I actually, I, I feel like what Dwight Howard has done is a little bit more, uh, admirable, basically like, To repair his reputation and also kind of like humble himself, come up the bench and just produce. And he gets a second try to make good with the Lakers after that. he could win a championship. Yeah. Could you imagine like the poetry of that? Like uh, him going to L.A. and it not working out with Kobe. But then like years later, he comes back and uh, is a productive player Uh, hot take here, but um, his role on that team kind of uh, reminds me, it kind of reminds me of uh, Alonzo Mourning on the 2006 championship heat, where uh, we already had Shaq and Alonzo Mourning was like borderline retired and he came back. To play to back up Shaq and come the off battle. the bench. Yeah. 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 Which him and Shaq never really liked each other and had intense battles. And we're so, both starters for, and we're both
1: admirable, worthy, deserving starters for most of their career.
0: Yeah. So they yeah. kind of had to bury the hatchet. And uh, yeah. Shaq has spoken about this where he kind of like, uh, he had to tell Zo, you know, hey, man, like I've always respected you. And like, uh, what you know, whatever we've gone through in the past is in the past. And let's fucking, you know, let's, let's get this fucking ring. But, uh, you know, Shaq was on the tail end of his career at that time. And I feel like it gets slept on a little bit um, how he didn't exactly dominate, like, in that finals. And Shaq, no. Uh, no, it was like all Dwayne Wade. But then uh, Shaq gave what he could, but they were like double and triple teaming his ass. And when he went to the bench, Alonzo Mourning would come out, and I think he had at least two blocks every single game in that finals. And that's like a very safe estimate. It's big um, time, though. Yeah, and uh, there's a pivotal moment in Heat history where we're down by double digits, and it's game three. Where Dallas had already won the first two games, mm-hmm. and they were already planning their victory parade, and uh, it's Game Three, the Heat are down, and Alonzo Morning blocks the shot and falls to the ground uh, after blocking the shot, and while he's on the ground, he just fucking flexes and screams. I might remember like, this actually. Yeah, it, and yeah. it's like it's almost uh, unsettling because they we were the Heat were not winning or. And it was just like, uh, it was just like, damn, this is actually a sad moment. Why are you doing this? And he was like, nah, you know, like, fuck that. And he kind of galvanized, uh, the team, primarily D Wade, to fucking realize what was at stake. And, uh, just Dwight coming off the bench and being a veteran and also being a former Laker, like, uh, and yeah, getting a I, chance to redeem himself. Like I could see, I could see it now. Like it would be like poetry. I was going
1: to say, when you were first explaining his narrative there, you said, he comes back to LA, LA had to take him back. LA had to welcome him back after he like spurned them his first go around with them. Right. Like he, he, you know, he played with Kobe and, he kind of he just he was not understanding how grateful he was to be in that moment. Like it w- wasn't like him, Kobe and Steve Nash were all on the Lakers at the same
0: time. Yeah, it just Nash got hurt. Dwight got hurt. Him and right. Kobe didn't get along like it just didn't work. It was right. unfortunate.
1: But, but I feel like that was mostly Dwight being immature, being selfish and being Dwight, you know, and it's yeah. like, you know, I feel like they could have done better anyways. And so the Lakers, like, they're like, fuck that. I don't want to take this man back. But the Lakers were, I mean, I hate to talk nice about the Lakers as a Celtics person, but <laughs> they were they were nice enough to be like, you know what? Fuck him. Bring him. Fuck it. Bring him back. Like, he's still got, he, he's still useful. You know, if he's willing to be humble and he's willing to come off the bench, then he's good for us. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it, like, that that's like, that's an opportunity that he just, like, missed in his early on in his career. Like, you get to play for the Lakers in your 20s. You have amazing athletic talent. You're playing with one of the greatest players of all time in Kobe Bryant in the in the twilight of his career. Like man, you need to just fucking show up every game. And of course, he didn't, and it was just a mess. And it's like, oh man, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that that's the Lakers had to like make a big sacrifice in even taking him back. Like they they had to humble themselves too. You know what I mean? Because Lakers it's Lakers true. Are, are a team with a big ego. You know what I mean? It's L A. It's They've had plenty of champions. They were second in championships all time to the greatest, you know, second to the greatest team of all time in Boston. And so, <laughs> and so, and so, and so like, you know, and they've had plenty of talent and plenty of hall of famers. So it's like, they had to humble themselves and be like, you know, the guy that like did, didn't, that wasn't grateful to be on the team the first time around, we're going to give him a second chance. Um, so, you know.
0: Yeah. And going back to what you were saying about uh, just his athleticism, I think that's the reason why he's still able to be an effective player today. Yes. yes, Like uh, his skill set, his skill set as an athlete, like um, is perfect for the style of that. The game that the game has gone to Uh, the one thing with him that always used to piss me off when I was younger and watching him was uh, he seemed to think that he was like a, Hakeem, like, give it to me, Ooh. like Patrick Ewing, like, give it to me in the post, kind of guy. Yeah, but, and he kind of like wanted that, like those post touches. But it's like, bro, that's not really your thing. It's like, not, um, no. he fits better in today's type of play, where it's like, fuck you, you set this screen and cut hard to the basket and, go and for get some these fucking dunks. Yeah, yeah, and get these do beautiful it, passes and, do it and run yes. to the rim. Exactly, do what Clint Capella does.
1: Basically, right. yeah, or, or yeah. did
0: I don't know what he's or doing did. now. Yeah, but, no, he's, uh, he's injured, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That. but basically, do what he no, does. He's, like, it. he's banished to the shadow realm. I don't even know <laughs> where the fuck he ended up. He's
1: in Atlanta, so oh, yeah. that's the shadow uh, realm. Damn. So yeah, it, it is kind of the shadow. Realm. Although I really like their black jerseys, awesome. But anyway, yeah,
0: I like their um, whole team. I like their whole team. They're they're trash right now, but they're gonna they be are. scary when they grow up. They're some kids. There's there's stuff ha- that's gonna happen
1: for. Them down the line but yeah but 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 you're right like he like you know i i i always thought he should have worked he has okay so as a uh, as a magic center or former magic center um he had this sort of thing he could uh, so i used to live in central so like i saw how pissed people were when like shaquille o'neal left and then they get dwight howard who is like another? It's like their their best center since Shaquille O'Neal. Like they had nobody in between there that was as good, except for maybe like Ronnie Cycli, who you know because he played for the. He was a yeah, heat player as far as
0: centers go. As, as far, far as, as
1: centers go, yeah. yeah and Ronnie yeah. Cycli was like the best thing they had since then. And so they finally get Dwight Howard, and he's and he almost has the potential. I mean, if you were watching him, you're like, this guy could be better than Shaq. Like he's in better shape. He's muscular. He can run the floor. Like if he works on a few other skills, like say free throws the one thing that Shaq was like known for being terrible at and then just didn't give a shit about if he works on his free throws if he works on getting like a mid-range shot and shit you could even stretch it out if he feels like stepping back and trying to shoot threes just for shits and giggles like at least i would commend him for trying you know what i mean um but uh but he wasted all of that it's such a shame now it's still sort of a shame to look back on all that he wasted Cause, um, But, I mean, if he wins a championship this year, he kind
0: of redeems himself in his mind. But, ugh, man, so much. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's set up pretty nice. And um, if anything, he's brought himself back into everyone's consciousness. And, like, uh, we can kind of reflect on his career. And when you actually look at it, you, you're reminded that, like, he's a Hall of Fame player like uh Ooh, hands down. okay i don't know if i'm going to i think uh i think his resume i think he's hands down hall, hall of famer, of
1: famer? yeah he's
0: he's definitely getting in like he hmm. was the guy on a team that went to the finals okay uh-huh. then you factor in all of his like uh i'm pretty sure he got defensive player of the year a few times and like yeah. um Just his overall resume, all NBA, uh, rebounding title after rebounding title, yeah. Like uh, he was, he was a little problem for a minute there. He was. I I would
1: have to see some some like objective, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm on the Hall of Fame train yet. But, but yeah, but okay. But I mean, if you if you show me like a few things, like a few numbers in there, I'd be like, okay, sure, he's all. Um, he had the talent at least to be Hall of Fame. So, yeah. If he wins it, you know, if he wins it this year with LA, uh, or if he wins it at all with LA, um, I think you would almost have to put him in the Hall of Fame at that point. Now he's got a championship. So, I think that would
0: solidify him a little bit,
1: in my mind at least.
0: Oh, yeah. That would, yeah. Then they would just fucking, uh, he doesn't even have to make a reservation or anything. You just shows no. right <laughs> up and they'll just slide him right in right away. Speaking of freak athletes,
1: um I saw an interesting this year um one of the players that is most likely going to win MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo has one more block all season than James Harden. Wow. So, two things there. Um the the um Hmm. The revival of James Harden's character in my brain uh, keeps going, right? Like I'm giving him more credit than I used to give him, even though I should have known that he's ridiculously talented just off his scoring, scoring ability alone. But he has more blocks than Giannis, who is, who, when you look at him, you you say Giannis should have a ton of blocks. And Giannis is in the MV. Is is a clear like possible MVP to win this? Like like, there's not a lot of people that would say no to him being MVP, or would say he shouldn't deserve it. But he only has one more block than James Harden this entire season.
0: That's interesting.
1: It's interesting, and and considering that we used to harp on James Harden for his defense, so I guess what I'm trying to say is, is James Harden better than we thought he was, or is Giannis worse than we thought he was? I'm going to say just based on the, just based on comparing those two players together in the blocks category for this season.
0: Yeah. I'm going to say that James Harden has become a better defender. I, I, I feel like James Harden, it's still obviously and probably never will be his strong point of his no. game or anything. He'll be known and, for scoring. Yeah. But he's yeah, come, fine. he's come a long way from the guy who got crossed to the ground ankles broken by like, I think it was a Nigerian player in the, in the world play, like in the, in the Olympics. Um, this man, Ooh, I remember that. Yeah. He got his ankles broken and, um, there was actually a fun little sequence in the all-star game where um, I believe Giannis admitted that they were targeting him on yes, defense.
1: Did. Yeah, and, in the fourth quarter, I think it was. Yeah,
0: and yeah. every time uh, they couldn't score on him, every, no. every time. And so I think that that was a little, you know, not a lot of people are going to remember that, but I think it was a little example of that uh, his, his defense has improved.
1: Which, which takes Harden to another, like I said, takes Harden to another level in my brain. Like I had him pegged this guy who focused only on putting the basket or putting the ball in the basket, which is fine. If that's your thing, that's fine. There's obviously nothing wrong with that. Like You need a guy who can do that. Every team does. Um, but he was criticized for so long for his bad defense because he would sort of take breaks on defense and do things where he was clearly not trying. and. Now he has more blocks than the
0: than a guy who's an MVP candidate. When I or close when, to the level close of block. to. Well level. also James Harden's an MVP and Giannis isn't even an yeah. MVP at all. Okay, that's
1: right, fair. So. That's fair that's fair. But these are the sentence that I just said and the sentence that you just said are both superlatives, right? Like James Harden is an MVP, so obviously he should have more blocks than Giannis. No, but at the same but, Okay, But at the same time in a vacuum, when you look at Giannis, you say, Oh, obviously that guy should have Blocks, he's taller and his arms yeah. are longer, but yeah, and, and and then you say, Oh, James Harden, he's he has a reputation for not playing defense, but then you look at just this season, and I know it's only one block more, but it's, it's- not though. So, uh,
0: so Giannis has 0.1 more, but um, but oh. yeah, but Harden is at 1.0. Oh, no, I wasn't going wait, I wasn't going off of average, I was going blocks. Oh, like just total. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, nice. Total Taking blocks. It. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, here. Let me. I, I just had it here, actually.
0: Um, uh, the, that shit is interesting, though, because uh, both Giannis and Harden, like you, you bringing this up, made me want to see. And okay.
1: uh, it's when Giannis. Talking- Giannis only has one more block this season than James Harden, fifty-two to yeah. fifty-one. Yeah.
0: Um. So I wanted to know, you know, because we can compare them both like in a vacuum, but I wanted to know like uh, where they stand in whole like league wide and uh they're oh, true they're both in the top 30 in blocks um, in blocks and um it, the it's not like Giannis is way up Giannis is 24th mm-hmm. and fucking James Harden is 29th yeah so uh and James Harden is a two guard by the way yeah yeah so by my calculations James Harden is good at basketball.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Agreed. We both. (laughs) Well, we both agree. Um, Yes. I mean, uh, you know, as much as, as that's the thing, as much as people want to hate James Harden and I get the hate, he's got a a punchable face, but the man is good at basketball offense and defense.
0: Yeah. He's a, he's a positive basketball player. Like, yes. it's true. And it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why people just hate him so much. His I face. I don't really know. It's his or maybe face. maybe just the free throws. I think it's like the borderline offensive fouls that get called defensive yes. fouls. Yes,
1: Well, Well, it, it's the obvious flopping, the obvious like trying to get fouls, which there have been times when you're like, okay, he's obviously trying to get a foul. Um, but I mean, at the same time, who was it? I, there was some random player that said it once i can't remember who but he said it was, it was russell westbrook i think he said he said trying he said something like Try, uh, trying to get fouled is a strategy and he's not wrong right like a lot yeah. of coaches a lot of coaches will say like if you're if your are te- if if you are a team that's struggling putting the ball in the basket your coaches will say be more aggressive drive to the hoop like go right at every player um if 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 you're playing against a team that has a big time shot blocker in the middle, go right at them. Try to get them to foul out. Like fouls is a, it it's fouls. a part of the game. It, yeah. yeah. And they're a
0: strat and they're a strategy. Like yeah, games are won and lost at the free throw line.
1: I mean, the all-star game was just, was just lost yeah. and won at the free throw line. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it, it's important. NBA finals.
0: hmm Uh um, plenty of them. Right. Yeah. She, it, it's true. <laughs> um, not, not to mention, like anybody, um, which, which I also have hated on him for, like, the fact that he's just getting through the line all night. But like, uh you couldn't tell me though. Like, let's say, let's say they played a game where there just were no fouls. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell me he wouldn't cook everybody. Like he's still gonna be cooking yeah. people up. It, it, it's his, not like he can't play. Yeah, he he's an incredible ball
1: handler. I mean, I hate to him, but man, the motherfucker's good. <laughs>
0: yeah, sure. Damn, have we have we been low key talking about like the all time? Dudes, you hate but are awesome as fuck. Team,
1: oh.
0: yeah, just yeah, just fucking uh heels, heels of the heels. NBA, heels Called of the NBA, all star heel team. You know, like uh, they're, they're they're villains, but you
1: can't deny their ability to play. That's true,
0: we could James be Harden's heroes in there. <laughs> <laughs> just for one day. <laughs> Harden's like nah. Mm-hmm. Fuck that! Yeah, Dwight
1: Howard may have taken himself out of that out of that list.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it's true. He's he's turned babyface, uh, for sure. He, he's he's made that turn. Wait, what? These are uh these are wrestling terms, but Uh-oh. um, <laughs> I think you are talking about that singer from the nineties. But okay, oh, we could talk babyface babyface all day if you, if you really want to, she. <laughs> Highly underrated. Yeah, Indiana, I, I bet he's a Pacers fan. But um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dwight, Dwight Howard's uh, kind of taking a turn to be a good guy. But yes. uh, James Harden is still villainized. Still villainized, um, yeah. And Dwight Howard is, has enough years of being villainized that he would need a long, long time of being the good guy to reverse that. So I think we got um, our center and our shooting guard right there. We
1: do actually, yeah, and that's a good start actually. Dwight Howard and uh, what was that other like? Didn't we we've created a team before though, haven't we? Oh yeah, that's of like so guys that. Um, what's Sacramento the name Kings? Of, well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what, what was the team that we created that had like Dennis it? Robin- uh, I think it was kind of like the Loose Cannon Squad oh, <laughs> kind, of, kind of situation, yeah, Something like that. Like yeah, it that. was like Dennis Rodman, Ron Artest.
1: Okay, I see. What yeah, yeah. Rasheed Wallace. Mm. Uh,
0: oh, that's a good one. Uh, honestly, that's t- already that team sounds like it would fuck you that's up. A, that's like, a fire I'm, fucking I'm, yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking scared of that team.
1: Like, that's a team that gets like six, th- but like you don't want to fuck with them in the first round. Like, they'll, they'll no. Nah. Like, like even if you beat them, you're gonna show up to the second round kind of bruised up. So yeah,
0: yeah, for real. Charles Oakley's like assistant coach or some shit. Oh, Charles Oakley, that one's and that's playing really cool somehow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, Bill and Beer. Oh yes, that's awesome, man. If you have Bill and Beer, Charles Oakley, and Dennis Rodman on, that's your that's your big three. Like that's your, it's that's true. your fucking, yeah. Big three. Yeah, loose cannon you teams. just
0: go uh full 1920 New York Knicks and just have all power forwards. Like in the <laughs> fucking, we yeah. don't need no guards. Starting at point guard at six, nine Dennis Rodman. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Jeez. We got Dennis
0: Rodman, uh runner and test would probably be the point guard. Like uh, actually that's better. You're right. Yeah. Or yeah. you got runner and test. You're a good Rodman. coach. <laughs> Bill and beer <laughs> fucking Oakley, oh man, Rashid. She- there are,
1: there's no small guys on this team. That's what's kind of weird, Yeah.
0: Yeah, there there could be. We're just uh we're barely scratching the surface. But going back to uh the all-villain squad. I love the all-villain squad. Uh, we got Harden and the two and we got Dwight at center. Mm. Um we got some positions. You know, uh, we got some openings. All okay. villain,
1: okay. All villain point guard. That's a really tough one to think of. Like, I can't seem to think about point guard that I really, really hate.
0: Chris Paul is a bit of a villain, but he's not. You know, he's I, not enough of a villain. Actually, what he's been doing with the Thunder this season kind of changes the perception a bit. Yeah, he also has like a beautiful smile. So yeah, and, and it's I hard. Mean,
1: but he's still he's still got like I still picture this one time when he was like yelling at like um, DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan. Jordan jumps real high he's awesome he's super lovable and like I just saw like I saw Chris Paul like yelling at him once like getting in his face and I was like you're a fucking dick it's like true. I, it's like
0: somebody I, kicking a puppy or something yeah like, for real
1: on. what's that like what's that book you had to read in high school like um it's two Chris guys Chris Paul kicks a puppy.
0: <laughs> by deandre jordan
1: <laughs>
0: you didn't have to read that one because no
1: i think uh well the miami, the miami high school system was a lot different than the one i was yeah, in i read so, the yeah. uh, i read the clips <laughs> on that one i couldn't it was too uh, dark i read the chris notes on that one <laughs> uh um i don't know it's some book about like uh the guy's name is lenny and he- Oh, um of mice and men of mice and men, yeah, and like so like Chris Paul is like the little guy who's smart and like knows that he's like realistic about stuff, and then like uh DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan
0: you're <laughs> doing Deandre, real dirty here you're doing real dirty here yeah, he- <laughs> yeah, DeAndre Jordan got a tough break there on that analogy. Um, he did I mean I, I'm sorry, but 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 he's still more.
1: you know what I mean? Yeah
0: yeah. I don't know, um, but yeah, Chris Paul. Though I don't know, maybe maybe he can come off the bench on the on the villain squad, but I don't know.
1: I I can't think of I can't think of a point guard that I hate more than him, and I don't even hate him that much.
0: It's true. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna Rondo do some Rondo research. Mike could be on there, but maybe yeah. I feel like we need to take our time, and uh, we'll we'll sure. fill out we'll fill out the rest of the villain squad. going back to is Dwight Howard who clearly like, this is just the fucking Dwight Howard episode. Mm -hmm. Um, It's fine. If uh, it's Dwight Howard, uh, whether or not he gets into the hall of fame Mm -hmm. um, on basketball reference, there's a thing they do called similarity score where they compare win shares in each season across entire careers. Uh so they'll compare literally every player. And then whoever has like a similar arc, uh they they can tell you that. Um the similarities for Dwight Howard, which by the like all everything I just said is like worse than how Yoda would say it, but we're but that's just (laughs) what we roll with. Um Dwight Howard's similarity score, like little comparisons on a b-ball reference, is fucking, I'm just going to read down the list. Okay. Bill Lanier, Walt Bellamy, Patrick Ewing, Jack Sikma, Dan Isle, Moses Malone, Itsel. Hakeem Olajuwon, yeah. Dikembe Mutombo, Robert Parrish, and Wes Unseld. Like, okay, so, okay, so. It's pretty so, strong, bro.
1: Oh, yeah, so, okay, so hold on, so. What is this saying exactly? So, those are all um, former centers in the league. Do I have their
0: players? They're players who have had similar careers to him. Oh, okay, okay. As based in based on win shares. Win uh, share. Okay,
1: okay, okay. Gotcha. Patrick yeah. Ewing? That's inter. Actually, that's true. Patrick Ewing never won a championship either, but has also been to the finals once
0: yeah i mean hakeem hakeem is in there too uh he's further down the list but he's there too um and to kimbe but he has championships yeah he's got two but yeah yeah. um and to kimbe's been in the finals
1: and never won either yeah yeah this
0: doesn't none of this takes championships into consideration okay okay yeah um it's still just like, just on his raw stats alone. I'm, I think he's a lock. Like I think, I think, he's I think
1: based on what you just told me, I might be convinced that he should be in the hall of fame because I have no problem with Ewing a lot. Well, a large one's easy. I, I just, I, I have an easy time putting someone in the hall of fame when, when they have championships. Okay. That's automatic. okay.
0: If that, if that swayed you wait till I yeah. tell you this. Okay. Dwight Howard is the original author of juveniles back that ass up. <laughs>
1: I first ballot did, did not. <laughs> okay, I did not know you were going that, and I am completely baffled.
0: Yeah, I, am, totally I am totally not boozled, true, but still. So, uh, okay, all right. Well, Jesus Christ. Uh- <laughs> uh, what if I tell you this? Dwight Howard is on the show. Come on, Dwight, come on out here.
1: He's on the show. Hey, hey what up, y'all? <laughs> hello, hello. This hello. is <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, if he had that voice. Uh oh. I'm so glad I could just be myself here. <laughs> I always have <laughs> to put on this front. Hey fellas, big fan of the Freeballers podcast. Yeah. First time
0: long time.
1: <laughs> long time, 6 episodes in. Yeah, uh, for sure. So long. Man.
0: This has all just been one episode. People don't know that, but like, I just split it up into like nine or ten episodes. But that's fine. I mean, we had to.
1: this, yeah. this was this is an amazing amount of knowledge that we spit at at you. You can't just take it all in one in one hit. It's like it's when true. it's like when Tony Stark, you know, had all six of the of the stones on his on his on his glove. Like he can't handle all that power.
0: It's I mean, true. he I mean he can snap, but he's gonna it, die. It's like when John Starks used to work at a supermarket. (laughs) Very similar. Have you heard John Starks talk? Fucking, did this dude just did this? I mean, (laughs) come on. Have you ever,
1: I mean, I've heard him get interviewed before. Uh, I think it was regarding like a Reggie Miller 30 for 30 or some shit. I don't even know. But that guy is just very difficult to understand when he yeah. And I'm being nice, by the way.
0: Yeah, he's responsible for one of my favorite quotes of all time. But yes. Go ahead. This. You just did this. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking <wicked> amazing. <laughs> but one of the most, like,
1: of the 90s, one of the dunks I've ever seen is he Dunks on, like, Jordan Pippen oh, and yeah. or was, something. He was yeah. a
0: bad motherfucker. Like, he wasn't playing no game. That would be like if a Went to the NBA or some shit like uh, <laughs> like this man. He has a really interesting story of like how he made it, and he was like a grocery bagger <laughs> like uh, before he got oh. there, which is absolutely insane. But yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna call it a day for sure. Catch, it, catch, um, catch that Heat some, game. Yeah, I'm gonna watch this Heat game and check just, your boy out. Probably just cry tears of oh, joy. Don't don't TV. do it. Um, But yeah, John, it's been real. It's been another Free Ballers podcast. It has been real, Alexis. My name is Alexis, a.k.a. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, We'll fucking catch y'all later. Uh, I'll see y'all.
1: I'll see y'all on the... This is John. I will see y'all on the flippity-flip. I need an a.k.a. now, now that you say that, uh to all of our fans uh kobe bless you uh so sign yeah. be
0: with you i love so I you yep. i want to be your best friend i want to hang out with you i want to serenade you i want to talk to you <laughs> at length about kyle kuzma's choice of hair dye and <laughs> hair products anything baby live, live your best dwight howard life man sure live your That's truth what? live your truth live your truth <laughs> laugh your truth and love your truth love your truth <laughs> thank you pat riley be with you hey i <laughs> kind of want to cry how pretty that ending was oh like, that's uh, a little much but yeah it was, it was beautiful man i'm touched i'm touched i'm touched by an angel <laughs> <laughs> Uh, his name is Anhel, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, wrap it up, B. <laughs> <laughs>